Sit down if you want to. Right in the middle of what's going on. I'm in the middle of an interrogation. Take a seat, young Skywalker. The middle children of history, man. Middle of the day, Alfred. Please, take a seat there. Right now, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Stop the middle of the base hit! Meeting in the middle. Fight, fight. They fought for the freedom of middle. 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 The middle of the middle of the middle. The middle of a war. Freaking ridiculous. Why don't we have a seat to talk about? No, not the middle seat. When you need a minute to look it over, it's time for a freeze frame. This show is designed to pause and take a quick look at a different movie each week and see how it holds up with a closer look. These are always spoiler-filled reviews, but if you're curious about the movie and don't want to be spoiled, look for the ratings timecode in the description below. This week we'll be freezing on Steven Soderbergh's heist film Ocean's Eleven. It's never been done before. What's the target? When was the last time you were in Vegas? You want to knock over a casino? <laughs> casino security cannot be beaten. You're out of your minds. Exactly. You're a thief and a liar. I only lied about being a thief. We're just supposed to walk out of there with $150 million in cash. Yeah. We're set. We're set. We're set. Do it already. Why do this? Why not do it? Because the house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. Ocean's Eleven features an ensemble cast of characters, but focuses on George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Andy Garcia, and Julia Roberts. The film is a remake of the 1960 film, and it later spawned two sequels with talk of an all-female spinoff this summer. <sighs> but we'll save the franchise talk for the end. Boys, what do we think about Ocean's Eleven? Let's start with Jake. Um, I actually just watched this movie for the first time in May, and I I wouldn't say pleasantly surprised. I've heard good things, but I really enjoyed it. I had a really good time with it, and it's a, it's a little far-fetched if you want to nitpick, but... It's a it's a really good time. It's really well handled. It's a good ensemble cast, and it's I think it's mostly a movie for pretty much any movies. You probably enjoy it. Cool. What do we think about it, Drew? If you could take the Hollywood Walk of Fame stars and they turned into this big transformer, that would be Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> it, it's 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 literally if star power was personified. It's this cool, breezy, suave movie, unlike anything. It's it's so much fun. Um, it's very light on his feet. It's got a lot of good humor. Uh, all the twists and turns, like you said, Jake, while ridiculous are really fun. Um, it's just, it's just a really, really rewatchable, entertaining ride throughout. Um, and it's, it's got this magic to it that even the sequels couldn't even really capture after that. It's kind of a, it's kind of this one-off thing. It feels like (laughs) cool stuff, guys. I write down a, just a, small little scribble of notes before every show, but I only wrote down one word for this review, and that is charisma. This movie just oozes class, whether it's coming from George Clooney and Brad Pitt especially, but even the supporting cast, everyone just has their own bit to add to this movie, and it all meshes in just the right way. It's really, really fun to watch. Even if you're not paying attention to it on a rewatch, you'll hear a line and just focus on the movie and smile. It's it's just a really fun heist movie that I don't think has been topped in terms of the genre, in terms of how much fun you have watching it. I don't think so either. Um, Clooney and his crew here are kind of personifying what the Brat Pack was back in the day, which of course Sinatra led that and he, leads, he led the original Ocean's Eleven. This is a remake 
of course. Um, they're like the anti-Adam Sandler group where like there's the brat pack and then there's like the frat pack. It feels like, <laughs> um, there's just like this, this side of like class and charisma and then these farts and stuff like that. And all these other people on the other side, um, just two very interesting dichotomies of Hollywood going on right now. As you digress. In two very different movies as I digress. <laughs> um, it's just a, yeah, it's charisma is the word I would use. It's the word of the day. It's the secret word. So, Jake, what did you think of the, the plot twist as the movie was going on as a first-time watcher? Um, again, it's so, if you're if you're a nitpicky guy, it may bother you. But for me, I, th- I think, it, it you know, plot twists rely a lot on execution. Um, so movies like, like The Happening, plot twist, not so good. Uh, you know, same director, Sixth Sense, unbelievable plot twist. Um, the plot twist in this one, I think, does does work really well. Are we are we talking about how the the cameras were were different toward the end? I mean, there's like 900 different plot twists in this. That's that's obviously the big reveal at the end. But the whole movie, um, kind of inspired the whole heist idea of disjointed narratives, where the heist is going on, and then we flash forward or flash back to when they were planning the heist, so we know what's going on in the mm. plot and they'll go back and forth with time a lot playing with the concept of, of time is a big part of that uh, my personal favorites of the the twist and this is a minor one but i i always i always find it so funny is that the guy that's supposed to be roughing up george clooney is a real good friend of his um uh-huh. yeah that 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 was one that like a little small detail that i've always like really stands out to me within all of the other big twists that are going on throughout the entire thing yeah just like how they've yeah. coordinated coordinated everything to the T. For sure. Um, in terms of how it stands up versus other movies, um, this one, the reason that the plot twists don't 100% work with me is that with like our big heavy hitter uh, plot twists, the character is usually with the audience and learning the information. Here... The film itself is deliberately holding back information to us as the viewers, but all the characters inside the movie know what's going on. So the audience is in the dark instead of sharing that in the dark experience with a character. Um, So like Bruce Willis in Sixth Sense or um, anything else in that, we go through that same shock factor with the character and it gives you like an emotional connection there. We don't have that in these types of movies because instead we're kind of putting thrown on the roller coaster and uh, we go through those dips and dives as a viewer and not as a member of the cast ourselves. That's interesting. And you don't you don't like that about the movie, to be clear. Um, I it's not that I don't like it, but it doesn't elevate the movie for me in ways that other plot twists do. Right. Um, like stuff like Nolan's work or th- that type of thing. Shyamalan's work. Uh, there's a different level that makes those movies better because of a plot twist. This makes the movie fun. Interesting. Um, see, the way I look at it with, with specifically the withholding of information and then throwing it back in your face at the end is it really fits in well, especially in this film. Emotional connection, sure. I'm 100% with you there. The shock of finding out the information well behind the characters doesn't really make you sympathize or, like, have any kind of emotion towards them. Um, but the movie is not really aiming for that, per se, in my opinion. 
what I think, and I agree with that too. Yeah, what I think it wants us to realize from that is that these people are way smarter than any of us. It wants us to feel like the the guy that's three or four steps behind, like Andy Garcia's character or the police. Yeah, and I think that's the the interesting part of this movie yeah. is that our Latch character is the villain in this movie, the one that we kind of most identify with because we know about the same information as he does throughout this movie. Right, and it feels like kind of the point of interest is Matt Damon's Linus character, um, but even he is, he's he's a cog in this machine. He plays a really important part, and he is just as smart as the rest of them. It's a really arrogant movie in a good way. It's huh. weird. It kind of, It's just like a, this, it's got this swagger about it that could be annoying in other ways, but everybody here is so good, and Steven Soderbergh is such a good director that it works fine. It's an interesting way to put it, <laughs> arrogant but in a good way. Because yeah, as as an audience member, you want to be. This is the kind of movie that you want to, you know, shock you and throw you off and take the rug from uh, from under your feet. So so you're right. Like it it thinks it's smart, but but it is, and you know we're all we're all okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one of those. It, it thinks it's smart and it's just obnoxious. It really is. That's a good point. Yeah, and it it really depends on whether you're where your mindset is going in. If you're having fun with it and you're having a good time with these characters, you're enjoying the banter back and forth, those plot twists and stuff, the ridiculous things that you kind of might roll your eyes with about the heist, then you're going to be like, oh, come on. Um, yeah. That- it goes back to my favorite thing to talk about, and that's the movie's tone. This movie sets up straight from the get-go of what kind of tone this is going for, and it's a fun, smart, and just entertaining movie. It's not taking itself too seriously, especially Brad Pitt and George Clooney. I think this is their best roles, respectively, um, here. I, I love their pairing in this movie. I think they're great. And because the movie starts out on that high note and exactly where it wants to be on the piano keys, the melody holds through throughout the entire piece. I really like it. Wait, so you think this is their best roles, period? Like, of their careers? I think that I enjoy them the most in these roles. Definitely Brad Pitt. I, would I need to think about disagree Clooney. with you on that statement. Yeah, me too. That could be a different um, okay. topic because... for another time, but I definitely disagree with you there. Yeah, but I think I think what works so well about them in this, not to discredit what you're saying, is that they're basically playing their movie star personas. They're playing mm-hmm. they're playing George Clooney, and I emphasize the George Clooney part of it. <laughs> they're playing Brad Pitt, movie star Brad Pitt. Right. Julia Roberts is playing movie star Julia Roberts, and that's why it that's works actually. Really well. I wanted to ask um, you, um, a, a, a ask you about that. What did you think about? Because um, it's clearly a movie with a lot going on. What did you think about the addition of a George Clooney love interest trying to win her back to this movie? Um, the the romance here really serves as kind of the staple of the plot, or like kind of the setting off point. It's it's not really all that developed. Like Julia Roberts' character is just kind of a trophy for George Clooney to win. But it gives him something. Uh, it gives him a drive, and it kind of drives the plot forward. So yeah, it's kind of like an ignition point. From yeah, my understanding here, like he wouldn't have done it if she wasn't involved, and it just kind of gives a little bit of an emotional weight, um, just to get the plot going. It does a lot towards making us like these arrogant criminals, um, because it gives it an emotional center. Otherwise, they would just be robbing some, uh, admittedly not a great guy, but right. like. They they would just be anti heroes at that point. At least mm-hmm. at least they're working towards something here. Um, performance wise, who do we think is who do like? It's hard to pick a performance that stands out. But I've always really loved Don Cheadle in this. 
I love his accent. <laughs> his Cockney accent? Yeah. I have no idea where it came from, but it just puts a smile on my face every time he talks. I love it. It's like it's like central England accent. Like mm. like not like London, but you know what I mean? Like the, the back corners of England accent. It's great. Yeah, he, he does a good job. All right, guys, what do we what do you think about ratings here? We're gonna go on the seat scale, so you guys know the drill at this point. It's a royal throne, a plush recliner a wooden seat, a damp lawn chair, or a sleazy outhouse? Where do we all stand? Let's start with Drew. Um, I would give it a plush recliner. Um, it's not the best plush recliner. It's a little worn. Um, this movie does have flaws. It's not It's not like emotionally, it won't change your life, but it is one of the most consistently entertaining movies of the 21st century, I think. It's one that you can throw on at any time, at any point of the movie, um, and just get sucked in it because it's so much fun. Uh, everybody here is great. Steven Soderbergh's a really great director. He really captures the best glossy parts of Vegas, um, which is hard to do. Plus recliner. Good movie. Really, really entertaining film. I love it. Let's hear it from Jake. Yeah, I feel like that's, I feel like that's borderline definition of plus recliner. Like, um, very entertaining at all times. Um, it's one of those movies you can watch with almost anybody. You can watch it almost any time. You could tune into any scene and enjoy it. Uh, you know, it, there's not a, there's not really a dull moment of it. It's not perfect. It's not gonna, like, it doesn't blow my mind, but it's just really good. Very, very watchable, you know, timeless kind of movie. (laughs) All right. It seems like we are, uh, all going to be in agreement again here. I'm also going to give it a plush recliner. I think this movie is just a lot of fun and it knows that it's going to be a lot of fun right from the opening scene of the movie. Uh, I think all the... All the ensemble cast here is fantastic. Uh, the plot twists are fun, and every scene has a purpose and puts a smile on your face at some point or another. Uh, I think I think it's just a really fun, great heist movie that anyone who wants to check it out definitely should. Fun and tone are the words of the day. <sighs> Charisma. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that'll do it for this week of freeze frame uh here's how you can get in touch with us please like comment and subscribe to our youtube channel the middle seats we're also on facebook and twitter at both at the middle seats and our email for any questions comments or suggestions at the middle seat show at gmail.com anything you can do to help the channel grow is greatly appreciated that'll do it for myself as nate lingarini along with andrew j and jay kensler keep those seats warm everyone we'll be back soon